This is Ron Moss from the heart. Uh, here recently you saw in Georgia uh, where uh, the laws, the voting laws are have changed that the governor behind closed doors signed some new voting uh, procedures and laws to make voting uh, in their uh, attitude more sufficient and safe and uh, restricted more ways to make it more efficient. Now, the problem with that is, is that there were no problems with the voting system that's already in place. It was just that, unfortunately, an election was lost. Uh, leadership started planting seeds early on, uh, saying that if they lost or if he lost, that that meant the elections were fraudulent that there was cheating going on to the point where phone calls were made, recorded phone calls that tried to get numbers to change. But luckily, you know, people stayed on truth, uh, did what was right, and the, the law prevailed. The systems that were already in place prevailed. Now, local state governments have decided to go in because they have the ruling power to change the voting systems to make it fit their agenda uh, in the hopes that it will deter uh, most people of color uh, from voting. This is nothing new. Uh, this is nothing that's new under the sun. Uh, unfortunately, throughout history, people of color have had to fight and die and suffer for their rights since birth. That's why when people say to me sometimes, that was then and this is now, history has a way of repeating itself when people don't come together for a common good. And unfortunately, we are living in a time and era where we are split down the middle. There are folk on one side that believe in this way of living. And there's another group on that side that believe this is the right way of living. And those two groups will not come together and say that there's a way we all could live together peacefully democratically in this America where we all can benefit. That's what, or that's the way it should be, but that's not the way it's going right now. So Georgia is the first state to enact new voting systems, I call them, that are in place to deter people from voting. There are other states who are enacting, southern states who are enacting the same type of systems to deter people from voting. I know it's been mentioned several times about Jim Crow laws. And I believe that so often some of us hear this and it goes right past us. And we don't want to really recognize history and what people mean and so it's, it makes it easier for people who who know the law 
to talk against it or talk down about it because the hope is that you don't have time to look it up yourself. And so really we believe what people say and we just kind of go along with it. You'd be surprised how many people operate in this world who don't have a clue what's really going on or have a clue what's really taking place. Uh, I think that what we were able to witness in this last election was the energy, and that key word is energy, of so many young people of color and young people in general who decided to have their voices heard on all kinds of levels. What an what a sad time, but at the same time, what an exciting time that we've been able to witness over the last six to seven, eight months of watching our young people get energized to say enough is enough. And they took that energy into the voting booth and were able to make significant changes, putting people in positions who not just cared about one group of people, but cared about all people. And those are the type of people that you want to represent you. You should never vote for folk who just see your interests. But you should also see the interests of others. Uh, God expects us to also love our enemies. Uh, I think the, the famous quote in the 23rd Psalm, he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And so one thing that I've learned a long time ago is that we're not going to be able to get rid of our enemies or people we term to be our enemies. So we got to learn to live with them, learn to live around them, and learn to get whatever's in them out of them for the sake of love. But I, 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 wanted, I went to Wikipedia and wanted to look up Jim Crow laws and to allow you access uh, to look up Jim Crow laws. All I did was Google uh, Jim Crow laws. I, I know about Jim Crow laws, but I wanted to see what was actually documented on Wikipedia for the sake of folk who don't have time or just don't believe that people just say rhetoric and it goes away. Uh, Jim Crow laws were, were state and local laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. These laws were enacted in the late 19th and early 20th centuries by white southern democratic-dominated state legislators, legislators to disenfranchise and remove political and economic gains made by black people during the Reconstruction period. In practice, Jim Crow laws mandated racial segregation in all public facilities in the states of former Confederate States of America, and in some others beginning in the 1870s, Jim Crow laws were upheld in 1896 in the case of Plessy versus Ferguson, in which the U.S. Supreme Court laid out its separate but equal legal doctrine for facilities for African-Americans. Moreover, public education had 
essentially been segregated since its establishment in most of the South after the Civil War in 1861 through 65. The legal principle of separate but equal racial segregation was extended to public facilities and transportation, including the coaches of interstate trains and buses. Facilities for African Americans were consistently inferior and underfunded compared to facilities for white Americans. Sometimes there were no facilities for the black community at all. As a body of law, Jim Crow institutionalized economic, educational, and social disadvantages for African Americans living in the South. Jim Crow laws and Jim Crow state constitutional provisions mandated the segregation of public schools, public places, and public transportation, and the segregation of restrooms, restaurants, and drinking fountains between white and black people. The U.S. military was already segregated. President Woodrow Wilson, a Southern Democrat, initiated the segregation of federal workplaces in 1913. In 1954, segregation of public schools, state-sponsored, were declared unconstitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court under Chief Justice Earl Warren in the landmark case Brown v. Board of Education. In some states, it took many years to implement this decision, while the Warren Court continued to rule against the Jim Crow laws in other cases such as Hart of Atlanta Motel and Company v. United States, generally the remaining Jim Crow laws were overruled by the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. So this is nothing new under the sun. At one point, uh, most African Americans who support Democrats, who were the same group of folk who did everything they could for you not to live equal. And then they had a change of heart and it switched over to where it would appear that, unfortunately, the majority of Republicans have taken over what the Democrats used to believe and believe that, unfortunately, in some cases, that separate is equal. There are people that live out here that will spend the rest of their life believing that black people are nothing and nobody, that believe that people of color should not be able to exist in a world that they don't own equally with them. And so they have set up or continue to set up systems and laws to make sure that we don't have access to rights. Now, I want you to think about this too. Think about someone who's been raised in an environment I've said this before because this is critical. And they've been taught from day one that black people or people of color are nothing and nobody. And those people are intelligent and smart. And they move on to higher positions of power. Do you really think that they're going to look to you? if you are a person of color and bring you up to where they are, put you in positions of power 
to show others that you have the intelligence and the know-how to do the same job. Look at the overall society that we live in again. Most of the places that you go to are dominated by white people. Is that because we're less qualified? Or because you hire people that you interact with more? That you feel more comfortable with? And if you've spent most of your business life, your professional life, being more comfortable with people that look like you, people that you feel like you know, people that you kind of interact with those same conversations, some that are demeaning to other races of people, then you're going to have that type of support around you as you grow. It doesn't make it right. But we have to continue the dialogue so people can walk away and say, wow, we are more the same than not. We just don't bleed the same blood. But in most instances, we actually think the same way. In most cases, we raise our families the same way. In most cases, we drive our cars the same way. We use the bathrooms the same way. That you will begin to understand that we are so much more alike than we are different. The only thing that separates us really is what we allow to enter in our mind that divides us, that we allow to divide us. And so here we are in 2021. And now we're trying to take the time clock backwards as it relates to voting. People have saw the energy, that new energy. Can, do you remember when, when, when Dr. King they were in Birmingham, and and the people couldn't, and they needed people to protest, and they couldn't get the older folks to protest because they didn't want to lose their jobs. They had to take care of their families, and someone came up with the idea, yes, let's use young people, and that energy that they had, the energy of not being afraid to go to jail, the energy of not being afraid to be abused because they were able to look beyond themselves and see that they were helping future generations of people. And now we have a new energy of young people that are more smarter, that are more wiser, but need to make sure, and we need to make sure they understand that the struggle has to continue. That we cannot sit on our laurels and believe that it's over. Because systems continue to change. Whenever you go up a notch, there are people somewhere trying to take you back down. Because it's going to, in their mind, it's going to affect the way they live. Think about a person who spent most of their life in politics. And unfortunately, what happens to most politicians is that after a while they're not really there for the people anymore they're there for the businesses they're there for their own personal gain 
It has nothing to do with why they were elected. It's now become a career. They're career politicians. They're not there to serve the people anymore. They're there to serve special interests. And then it becomes all about money and security. Not for you, but for themselves. And so again, this is nothing new for us. It's just another new battle. The only thing, only thing that I hope that's different now is that we're awake. We stay awake. I have a friend of mine, we always talk. We always talk about things that are happening in our community. We talk about things that need to change. And he made a statement to me one day. He said, you know, we've been talking for years and we've done some things, but we haven't done enough. And I think for a lot of us, we think it's okay just to have the conversation, just to just to talk. But really, it takes more than just words. It takes research. It takes investigating. It takes knowledge. It takes action. It takes mobilizing. It takes prayer. It takes believing that you're leaving your family, your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews better off than you were. Ultimately, it takes all it takes sacrifice. And to be able to do all of that. You got to stop sitting on your do nothing. And start doing something. All of us, all of us. Have a role to play. So right now, we need to be continuing to educate each other on voting, the history of voting, why we have, why we had to have a Voting Rights Act law put in place. Why could a people who are American have to have a law to vote? What was it about poll tax? Why did a person have to count how many marbles was in a jar before they could register to vote? Systems that were put in place for you to say, it ain't worth it, I'm I'm not even going to do it. Then they win. There are new systems put in place now in the hopes that you will say, oh, forget about it, I'm not going to vote. They win. But we got to have the kind of energy to endure. Whatever you throw at me, I'm going to catch it, and I'm going to make it work for me. If these laws are allowed to stay, then you figure out a way to make them work for you. We have time to change the game. We have time to adapt and continue to move forward even more if we do it the right way. Now, hopefully... Our national officials would do us right and pass national election standard. I think there's a John Lewis law 
a John Lewis bill that's out there right now that really needs to pass and really needs to pass now. Just keep working, people. We talk about a lot of things that matter in this segment. Voting in history and all the things above that matters too. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh yeah. Peace.